Welcome to Jackie's podcast, coming to you live from the Sandalwood Room, where we're um, doing a bit of yoga today. I'm, I'm joined by two very special guests, uh, Sam from Sam's Podcast. Good to be here. Thanks for having me back. And Robinson from Robinson's Podcast. Hey, great to be here in the Sandalwood Room. On James Packer's yacht, no less. It's it really is a blessing. I'm very grateful to be here. Yeah, I think, and it's just really beautiful, you know, off, especially after the generosity that James showed in um, episode three of Jackie's podcast. It's it, so nice of him to, to, yeah. to lend off space and equipment once again, especially here in the, the beautiful Sandalwood room. It's there's very, incredible energies in here today. It's an incredible, on one hand, there's calming energy, but there's also a sort of invigorating energy. I guess it's what happens when you do yoga on a yacht. I mean, I didn't know people did well, this. Well, when kind you do yoga on James Packard's yacht, because everything James touches, he imbues with this deep sense of generosity. I feel and calm and cleansing purity and yeah, it's beautiful. One of one the of the ham-hops. calmest men I've ever met. No, not a scrap of tempo. No, never, never even raises his voice. No, it's really incredible. I've never wrestled, wrestled him on any of Melbourne's fine nature strips, which is surprising because you wouldn't pick it looking at the guy, and then you hear on his yard doing yoga. Man. It's beautiful. And I think you know, the this sort of commitment to have on his own yacht a dedicated yoga studio and sort of. He calls it a peace factory. That's you beautiful. know, it's an, an oceanic peace factory or a, a peace rig. Yeah, he's sharing that peace with the world. He goes from dock to dock, sharing love. Bay to bay. Bay to bay. Harbor to harbor. B A Y to B A E, if you know what I mean. He shares love with the ladies. Beautiful. Too. Just sailing over those, you know those waves. Says, he says ladies deserve love as much as anyone else. And that's equality, if you ask me. I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. I think yoga's beautiful. I, I think James Packer and his endeavors are all beautiful. It's great. I'm feeling very flexible today. I'm tied up like a pretzel right now. And uh, I'm feeling like a, a flow of en- energy from, from tip to tail. Yeah. Well, I'm really feeling a lot of ahimsa in my arm. Sort of right down to the core of my chakras. That's beautiful. Ahimsa. What is yeah. ahimsa? I don't know yeah, the I terms. I don't know what that is either. Uh, so, just off the top of my head, uh, ahimsa means injustice or cruelty. Ahimsa is the absence of violence, but also conscious consideration and love for oneself and others. That's truly. And beautiful. that's just that's just off the top of my head. That's incredible. If you think about it, with James Packer, I think we can agree he's built like a like a hairless bear. I would agree. In many ways. Oh, absolutely. He's a strong man, but he has a deep love of the ancient art of yoga. So in many ways, he's a yogic bear. And just for the listeners who aren't aware really of what yoga is, uh, it's a group of physical, mental and spiritual practices or disciplines which originated in ancient India. And we're doing it here today in the Sandalwood Room on James Packer's yard. And I believe it's still practiced today even in modern India. I believe you might be right. And it's um, it's sort of incredible. In the southern suburbs of Melbourne. The sort of ancient yogis really could not have envisioned yoga being practiced in this way on on James, pa- James Packer's yacht the the spirit of Mariah yeah and um, James Packer he seems to have um, he's actually provided us with um, this lovely picnic basket of um, all, of all such good things in many ways the yogic bear has provided once again um, who knows where he's grabbed this picnic basket from but uh, there's some cheesels in there's here. cheesels in there and um there's some Red Rock Deli chips, which he probably took comp from the Mahogany Room, um, which is famous for comps, which is famous for its um, spread of um, all all fine potato chips. 
And eating while doing yoga is really interesting because not many people really do this technique, but no. James uh, stands by it no. wholeheartedly. Many yogis believe it interrupts the natural peristalsis of the small intestine, but James says, you know, I can keep it down, even on a boat. And... Man, just opening the seal on that pack of cheeses, you can feel this sort of peaceful energies wash over you. Whoosh. Um, you know, they pack they pack that in at the factory. Whoosh. Yeah, I think and I think really that's the most it, that has to be the most peaceful snack food. Uh, the cheesels are proudly Australian made as well, which being on a yacht of this calibre owned by an Australian icon, I feel like it's only right. And it's sort of it's, it's an nice, Italian yacht though. But it's nice when you're sailing foreign seas to have a, a reminder of home. Mm-hmm. And if anything, isn't that what yoga is really about? If you ask me, all seas are foreign. Because the ocean simply cannot be owned. Wow. Man is not meant to be uh, tampering with it in the ways that we have been. And we, need, the to, ocean. we need to give it back. Free the ocean. Free the ocean, indeed. And I think James really understands that. And you can feel it being being here on the yacht in the sandalwood room, really feeling the this boat just get rocked. By the energy of the ocean. The energy of the ocean. It's like being cradled by the, the arms of the universe and sort mm. of shaken very violently to sleep as a sort of little cosmic baby. There are some big waves today as well. Yeah. I was not feeling safe when I got Actually, eating this many cheese snacks with my eyes closed on a boat does not make me feel particularly well, but it, James says that's just the bad spirits leaving the body. Well, there's a lot of incense in the room to, uh, you know, the, the smoke kind of processes those uh, toxins yeah. faster I, out of the body. I have a bad probably 100 sticks of nag chomper burning in here might add a few more sort of as we go along just just monitoring the energies in the room and seeing what we need personally i've lit some of those opium um um, incense sticks because i I like to get a bit turnt you know i have a cannabis one but i haven't broken it out yet I feel like it would only be polite to uh, wait for James to return himself and see if he wants to indulge. That might be nice after the, you know, the oral, the orgasmic state, you know. Just yes, light up, yes. Light up a bit of that um, cannabis incense. And then, get, and then we'll get very tantric. Yeah, get a bit tantric. Yeah, and that's what's, that's what's really beautiful about being here in international waters uh, is that nothing's illegal. No, every everything is permitted. The only law is. You could also say nothing is legal. Nothing is out here. Are we out here? Are we just all on a on a spiritual plane? Is that well? According to the Docs Association of Australia, we're not out here. We have not told them that we have left um, Australian waters. We. um, When I learned that there was a radar on this boat, I ripped it out and I threw it overboard because I said, "Where we're going, we don't need a map." Especially in this meditative state, I mean, what use would we have? I threw the captain overboard too. I said, we'll, just, we'll steer it from the astral plane. There's no one driving this boat right now? There's no one. Well, like, it's Physi- driving. Physically. I didn't in this let him reality. Stop it driving it. Yeah. Well, I mean, James is a very I'm not even worried. digital navigation system in here. Oh, I mean, he did until we removed it. We removed that, yeah. Well, I'm not getting any reception on my phone, but I, I guess I probably shouldn't be worried about that right now. No, Telstra doesn't service um, 3,000 miles from the Australian coastline, unfortunately. They do go on about their great um, about their great coverage, but you go a couple thousand miles away from the coast, and it's pretty hard to even get H. Well, that's why they haven't found MH370. We could find MH370. And we just may. I think if we in, on the astral to, plane, we've just got to stay tuned to the energies of the people who were on that plane and are still alive. I, I know this because I can feel them. They're calling to me. Um, um Robinson, help me. I'm age three seventy. It's so wet down here. It's so it's it's incredible that we can hear that and we are attuned to those frequencies. I actually feel like I'm less on the astral plane and more on the astral boat. (laughs) That's 
Yeah, I hadn't even thought about it like that. Of course. It's so obvious. Because I don't think, I don't think, this is why we travel by sea too, because we're actually um, on our way to the New York podcasting studio where we've been signed up to a eight year, $20 billion deal. With Spotify. With Spotify, we're going to be producing several thousand episodes of podcasts each year. And um, I basically don't, living in the studio. I don't believe that man should fly. And uh, we travel by boat um, on James Packer's boat. Well, and it's sort of like the only flight we should be doing should be sort of, you know, out of body projection. Our bodies were meant to fly. Our minds were, were meant to fly. Spiritual and mental flight, but not physical flight is what exactly, you're saying. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I don't even believe in mental flight. I think I believe in mental sailing. I, oh, okay. I, I believe that even uh, I believe that even it's violence in the on the astral plane for for man to leave the ground, and I think that they should instead sail uh, cosmic waters. What okay. about what about mental diving? Mental diving, I'm into that. Strap a couple of mental rocks to your feet and go to the ocean floor. Pick up a couple of fucking sweet mental clams. I love that. I love that. Make a mental clam chowder when you get home. Feed that to your wife and kids. <laughs> that sounds delicious, Jackie. Chop up a couple of mental spring onions, some mental coriander. You know, that's a, just like a fine springtime mental dish. That's a mental dinner. That's a mental dinner. Mental dinner. We're not even eating. We don't need food where we're going. We don't need compasses. We don't need phones. I'm going to throw these cheesels overboard. I would, I would like a few more cheesels before okay. we abandon the cheese. I might just throw the box overboard. And that will, you know, the energy, the energy of that cheesels box will get reabsorbed into the, the amniotic fluids of Mother Gaia. Well, that cardboard, being the ocean. Cardboard was made from um, trees, which come from the ocean, from the planet and the ocean. The ocean, of course, being a part of the planet that we're talking about. Yeah. So. Over time, the packaging will disintegrate and become one with all of us again, which is so amazing. That is really beautiful. Yeah, that's why I throw all my packaging overboard. If I'm in a car, I just throw it straight out the window. Yeah. Sometimes Littering I, is good. Sometimes like, I rip up pieces of the car and throw it out the window. I say, now I've got less car. Because, you know, you put that in the bin, it goes to the tip, it stays at the tip. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't get reabsorbed into it's undynamic into the earth. Yeah. I'm I mean l- there's a lot of uh, research lately that I have been reading uh, that is being conducted basically around the uh, positive effects of littering uh, on the environment of which people seem highly unaware of and uh, they're averse to littering but there's a school of thought emerging that contradicts that entirely. Yeah, well, I, you know, I look around me, not here, of course, but when I'm back on land, and I just see a lot of closed minds who, you know, too. when they've got rubbish, they, they make the trip to the, the rubbish bin. They they lock it up. They lock up, they lock up the products of Mother Earth. They lock up the energy. And see, it's another really, thing about it's the products and the energy, people call this junk food implying that the food itself is trash but I'm eating it and it's, it's making me feel good it was gifted to us by James Packer everything about that is incredible if you ask me and you, you think about the potato chip you know where do potatoes come from the earth what is the earth made of earth. the ocean and you know, you know what what goes into the earth. It's our potatoes. Yeah. You have to plant them. Yeah. They don't come back if you don't you plant them. potatoes to make potatoes. It's just you know one big cosmic cycle, and to that I say, uh, Om Shanti, my brothers. What does that mean? Om Shanti, do you too, Robinson? <laughs> Touche. We can bilingual up in this boat. Well, I only speak one language, and that's the the tongue of the universe. Yeah. I like that he put all these um, seeing eye puzzles on the wall. Some- it, is, it is a bit trippier in here than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Some would say that they're not in the traditional yogic, yogic uh, traditions of um, 
you know, looking at a lenticular until you see a dolphin, but I don't agree. And I think... Well, yoga itself uh, became popular in the 1980s as a system of physical exercise across the Western world. So when you think about it like that, what, what is traditional about the, the yoga? It actually times up pretty well with the rise of seeing eye yeah. puzzles. I would have attributed that to uh, decades earlier, such as the 1960s and 70s, but I could yeah. be wrong. And the, the only mm. problem is with the sort of thick incense smoke in this room right now, it sort of looks like demons appearing at me from a thick hellish fog it's really interfering with the sort of process of accumulating peaceful energies now that now that you've said it i must admit i'm i'm not feeling great i'm feeling nauseous and scared i'm trying to keep the positive energy up but there is some strange uh and it's sort of like with the the really extreme rocking of the boat i just don't know which way is up I, I, it's down. I can't orient myself relative to, to Mother Gaia. Yeah. I'd have to say my biggest issue right now is the, the sheer number of bilge rats running over my legs as I try to as I try to unwind. It is a strange boat. It's kind of dirty. Sort of like the mahogany room itself. Yeah. It's a bit of a facade, folks. Yes. It looks beautiful from the outside, but there's a lot of rust and slime and scum. And it's, and, it's uh, strange. secret panels. Yeah. And you hear little, little fists knocking on them. It's strange because I know James had a, a newer and probably much nicer boat that he sold to, to keep this boat running. Well, yeah. is, was that the boat that he said uh, wasn't big enough? Wasn't big enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I respect his decisions. My man because, needs a big boat. Yeah, you got to have a big boat. Uh, and in his Fucking words... Um, Oh, I forgot forgot what he said about it, but basically, basically it just wasn't cutting well, the mustard. Well, you hear a lot of complaints from like the boatlet community of these 50, like sub fifty meter long cruise yachts that really like they think they can criticize a man, a great man like James Backer, for wanting something longer than fifty five meters in his like eighty million dollar power yachts, but. The man's trying to build a fucking arsenal, basically. He's, yeah. Haters have, gonna hate. Haters have, gonna yeah, hate. They don't have the same sort of mindset. Like Taylor Swift said. The, yeah. Haters yeah. gonna hate, 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 hate. hate. I think it's five times. And yeah. I think, you know, James Packer's definitely uh, shaking that off, so to speak. Yes. He will shake it off. Shake Actually, it off. Actually, as, shake as it the off. smoke begins to clear up in this room, it does seem more and more like we are in the the furnace room of some sort of international shipping container there's coal in than, the corner than a traditional than a traditional yogic luxury yacht room yeah once again though i am very privileged and grateful to be doing yoga on a boat i never thought i would find myself in this situation the fact that we haven't seen james back on this boat once also seems to uh disturb me a little bit i would have thought that he wouldn't let us onto his boat like Unattended. Well, there is a lot of celebrities here, though. I mean, we saw Grant Hackett earlier. Grant Hackett is here. Grant Hackett. I saw Grant Hackett too, but I also saw a lot of swarthy Russian-speaking men in in, in grease-covered stinglets. To be honest, I kept my eyes down when I uh, walked on on board because I have been scared the whole time in the back of my mind. You're You're not a man of particularly great courage. Many are saying this. Many, many would say that. And, yeah, um, and you know, I just sort of was really interesting how he sort of sent me the invite via you know traditional mail on a slip of parchment that immediately disintegrated. Like a Mission Impossible style invite. Yeah, but not as technological. You know, it was almost. It almost sort like of like magic. It was almost sucked up Muppet. into the fold. Of it sounds the more like a Muppets Treasure Island-like situation. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think the fact that he went to those lengths just to invite me onto his yacht really says a lot about him and how he regards us. I mean, that's that's endearing and it's beautiful, but I'm getting a bit spooked, and I wouldn't mind maybe getting some fresh air up on deck. If, uh, uh, if you guys want to join I'll me. go up on deck. I really hope we don't run into um, Grant Hackett because that man is a legitimate psychopath. All yeah, these I Russians think, I think he could, he could about. use some time in the sandalwood room. Yeah, if we do have the chance to lock him into the sandalwood room while we hit the deck, I it's, would feel It's really hot in here. 
All right. Uh, well, yeah. How about let's take a quick break. Well, welcome back. Uh, we've made out onto the deck of um, what turns out to be a Russian shipping container called the Vladivostok 2, but we found a couple of lounge chairs. We were in our Hawaiian shirts, and uh, we're catching a couple of moon rays. It seems to be the, the middle of night in what looks like uh, somewhere deep in the Arctic Circle. But, uh, we did find ourselves some cocktails, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, not, they're made out of ingredients that we found on the ship. Um, but, but I got to say, huge shout out to Dimitri for hooking us up. You know, he really comped us this sort of... Dimitri, what a mensch. He extremely... told us he's never even met James Packer or heard of him, so we are on the wrong boat. Yeah, so he comped us this extremely acrid uh, Russian Navy rom. Mm. Yeah, this is mostly boat fuel, but um, of, of what vodka is It'll keep us warm. The boat fuel it really does add a sweetness to it. Yeah, it's the the vodka's good. It's about it's about ten percent vodka and ninety yeah, percent fuel. But and look, if it's good enough for Dimitri, it's it's good enough for me. He's garnished it with some sort of I don't know, some sort of Russian pickled onion, which uh, is a nice touch. Yeah, and for all the listeners out there, we asked Dimitri if he wanted to get on mic, but he barely knew any more English and didn't yeah, think he it was would just be. Like, he knew yeah, the words yeah, uh, co- yeah. cocktail, James Packer. Um, Which made me suspicious when he said James Packer because he said he didn't know James Packer. Yeah. But then he he knew who we were talking about. Yeah. So I don't know who this boat was. It does seem like there is perhaps, we're not perhaps free of James Packer's neon claws and there might be some sort of sinister cabal pulling the strings behind this entire situation. Well, considering Grant Hackett was on board, or I think he was, I think it was Grant Hackett. Well, I saw him like. There's something going on. When we saw Grant Hackett running down the hall, sopping wet in just a speedo, I followed him for a bit and I watched him run down this tight metallic corridor and then he just disappeared right in front of me. That's very spooky stuff. Yeah. I'm just praying to the good Lord above that we're not on a ghost ship because I've heard about them. I don't know if they're real. Ghost ships are real. Well, we'll see. Well, but... Look, I'm, not, I'm not that scared of ghost ships because to me a ghost ship is just an imprint of the positive energy that ship left on the universe. It's a reminder. That's of, a good way to look at ghost yeah, ships. That's beautiful. You know, it's just a little reminder of I think the joy that the seafaring life gives to the people. Yeah, and I think the listeners can appreciate that though we are frazzled in this situation, we remain positive and we remain calm calm well, and we're, we're still potting we're still potting we haven't stopped yeah yeah we we'll gotta, do this we, and we'll this will potting. be happening until the end yeah yeah wherever I'll, this ship I'll continue is to cast like I would cast a fishing line at sea uh, like Dimitri is yeah he's, he's trying to catch us some dinner He's pulled up mostly blobfish um, so far that do not look enticing. Yeah and but, carp which I thought only lived in rivers but wherever we are on this big planet this carp in the ocean. Yeah. There might be some sort of new, like, Russian economic scheme where they're placing carp into the Arctic Ocean. I don't know what the Russians are yeah, doing, to be I honest with see, you, Jackie. I did see it's Dimitri pulling up doing uh, at any one moment. those sort of ancient, those ancient-looking fish that you're really not allowed to, to fish for. Yeah, those fish without eyes. Yeah. And Luminescent deep-sea motherfuckers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fish with the, just like their faces, just 700 razor-sharp razor long teeth. Beautiful creatures, but also terrifying, much like the sea itself. Yeah, beautiful oh. creatures that make you look away. Yeah. In horror and uh, admiration. Uh, admiration, yeah, exactly. Much like James Packer himself. Yeah. Um, so the blues... How are you all feeling about the blues today? The blues? I've uh, kind of got the blues out I here. listened to a new a blues song by someone I hadn't heard of. John Mayer? Skip, skip a cam, Scrapper Campbell. Here you go, Scrapper Campbell. Scrapper Campbell. I think he's... Uh, oh, shit. I think I his name This is a real person. Um, so what, what's his big song? What's his big tune? I listened to... Scrappy's got the blues. I listened to one of his songs. 
He was like one. He was like a, it was real. I old. wish we had a radio on this boat. A real old head. I wish we had. Spotify oh, there is on there boat. is a radio on this boat, but uh, I try to use it and I just hear really confused sounding Russian voices coming out of it. Uh, mayday, mayday, that that kind of thing. But maybe we can. Can we use the radio to contact Spotify headquarters in New York City, where we were supposed to be? About, but judging by the moon, about seven weeks ago. Well, I I've forgotten everything I once knew about Morse code. So yeah. I wouldn't know really how to go about that. And I'm sure I'm sure it's fine. I'm, you know, I'm sure they experience plenty of delays with their top talent. And you know, it's we'll just be little, fine anyway. I it's mean, just a little bump in the road. I just hope they don't give our bump in the sea. I just hope they don't give our contract to Mark Marin. I don't think anyone's giving a contract to Mark Marin. No. If we're circling around the contract. Like a pride of hungry lions. Even if we starve to death on the deck of this ship, we'd still be doing a lot better than Mark Marin. Yeah, and I yeah. will. I refuse to starve to death. Yeah, I heard. I heard Casper Mattress uh, giving the the big contract to you. Who's that? Jackie, of well, Jackie's the, podcast. The ma the mattress company. Yeah. yeah, many people are saying. Sleep soundly like a ghost, Casper Mattresses. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's the live read. Yeah, they paid, they paid over $100,000 just for that live read. And uh, they stipulated, that, didn't they stipulate you to cut all ties with Nutrigram? Uh, let's not talk about this on air. Okay. I've, uh, I'm, in, I'm in conversations with both Kellogg's and Casper Mattresses. Um, I don't know, like, they're both great brands. And okay. I mean, think about it. They're really, I have nothing they're really, against them. They're really complimentary. Like, you eat Nutrigram. You work out, you know, you run all day, you get you get really tired, and you know you, what you're going to do after that. You're going to bunk it down. You're going to fucking sleep on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, you will. You know what, if... People will be sleeping. And if you don't have a home... This is a, little, this is a little life hack, Jackie's life hack corner. If you don't have a home gym... We're talking about home workouts here. If you don't workouts. have a home gym, you can sort of crawl... Under your mattress like an earwig. <laughs> Get between your mattress and your bed base and just start pushing your mattress up. And um, that's basically oh. that's basically um, like a chest press, a free chest press. Okay, wow. Um, well, I'm going to need some home workouts after subsisting on nothing but cheesels for seven weeks. Yeah. Look. We really should start cutting... Do you have a knife? We really should start cutting these cheesels into... Thirds. Morsels. Yeah, yeah, we should start. Well, the beautiful thing about a cheesel is that it's a circle, which is kind of like the circle of life, you know, continuity. It's very in, in line with the principles of the well, breathing in and out. I just like thought in you mean, yoga. It's, it's easy to divide. It's, it's sort of a model. Make rations. Each of, cheesel you know, is sort of a model of the universe. And when you think about it that way, the cheesels are infinite. Because the universe is circular. I tell you what, after a lonely couple of weeks at sea, a cheesel starts to look um, quite tempting. Well, I've been eating them the whole time, so... Oh, you haven't been eating that box of... You haven't been eating from that box of cheeses, have you? Those are my lovers. That's my box, that's those, those are my lovers. Your lovers? I've been nutting in those cheesels. You've been nutting in the cheesels? Yeah, any holes are gold, Sam. I that's, don't blame that's, you at That's this what point. the pirates on the boat told me. They say any holes are gold. They I've say been, that in Russian. I've been avoiding... I won't say that because that's actually an incantation. Hey, Vince Colosimo is here, everyone. <laughs> hey! Hey, Vincey! Vince, oh, uh, you, don't, you don't want to talk? Uh, oh, oh, he's staggering quite... Oh, fuck! Vince! Oh, he fell overboard. Overboard. Man overboard. Splish splash. Uh, Vince is <laughs> yeah. taking a long bath. Classic, classic Vincent. <laughs> I'm not helping them. Yeah, up. No, spe no. Speaking of mental diving... Dimitri, try and hook him. Dimitri! Dimmy! Jimmy. Demetrios. No? Wait. Dimitri. Jimmy. James. Take off that mustache, Dimitri. The wall has been pulled over our eyes once again, ladies it's and gentlemen. James Packer. It's a beautiful James, James Packer. James Packer is oh, here. Oh, Jimmy. Why would you do us dirty like this? Why? Why isn't he. James. He's gone. Oh, he's such a busy man. Yeah, he was just sort of staring, just a, staring just a, directly oh. into my eyes. He's evaporated, right? Oh. Intensity. I could almost see 
flames coming out of his irises. I think it's... He's talked off... Is the iris the colourful part? Yeah. Okay. No flames out of the pupils, though. No, the pupils were more like an infinite void. That's very interesting. I don't want to alarm any of my fellow potters today, but it's almost 100% likely that this is a ghost ship. Because we've seen many apparitions. We've seen uh, what looked like a possessed suicide by Vince Colosimo. It looked like a, a demon had entered Vince Colosimo, and he died. And uh, we saw the, the devil himself take over uh, James Packer before he uh, disappeared in front of our eyes. Yeah, I mean, there's actually a lot might of spooky be worse. stuff on the high actually seas. actually might be worse than a ghost ship. It might be a possessed ship. Well, I mean, demonic possession. Does, does anyone know what happened to the Vladivostok 1? No, but I mean, we're trying to find MH370, so maybe we're. Uh, yeah, I think. We have already experienced a similar fate. They're still calling to me. Do you hear that? I heard it before. I can't hear it at the moment, but it, it could come back. But I mean, if that. Wherever they are, maybe that's where we're headed. Yeah. M is the 13th letter in the alphabet. H is the eighth letter in the alphabet. 13 plus 8 is 21. 21 3, savage. 3 yeah. plus 7 is 10. Put those numbers together, you get 31. Put those numbers backwards, you get 13. Many people's unlucky number. Many, a very unlucky number. One of, one of the most unlucky numbers going around. So, I mean, if you don't want your plane to crash, don't name it after an unlucky number. Uh, one, what's what's this I'm thoughts. seeing here? The Vladivostok 1. What if we dust off this control panel? Oh my god, that's a 13. Oh no. <laughs> We've been on the Vladivostok... Wait, I thought we were on the Vladivostok 2. Look, there's many names that there can be... many Vladivostoks. A, a boat can be adorned with. Oh, actually, I forgot that the Russian numeral for 1... Is a 2. Is a 2. It looks like, like a, a 2. two. So, um, yeah. yeah, this is the Vladivostok 13, which is um, in many cultures considered an unlucky boat. Yeah. And perhaps a demonic boat. Yeah, which which cultures would, would consider 13 to be unlucky? Uh, Australian, New Zealand, Rhodesian, New Amsterdam, Americans. Yeah, Americans maybe, are maybe, afraid what, of everything. Well, what if it, maybe it's very lucky in Russia? That's interesting to think about. I actually heard that um, in Russia they had a 666 bus line in, in Moscow and they changed it to the 616 bus line. They should have changed it to the 669. Yeah, that, that would have been actually... That actually That'd though, be cool. Yeah. As, as rude as that suggestion is, that actually would have been a better idea because in early translations of the Bible, the number of the beast was not 666, but 616. So the devil actually convinced the good people of Russia to change the number into the real demonic yeah. number. I actually heard that in, um, that in Russia, bus line ride you. I haven't heard that, but I would not uh, doubt it. I would like to unhear that. Yeah. Well. Sorry, we, ha- we have a bit of fun here. Yeah. We like, I mean, to have, we like to have fun. Yeah, we like to have fun. We're on, uh, we're in the bowels of hell in this black, terrifying pit of an ocean on a ship that seems to just be floundering away. Yeah. The moon is behind the clouds. We can see nothing. It's pitch black out. It's yeah. also, but it's we like to have fun. We like to have fun. We've got yeah. to have fun in you times know, like this. For seven weeks, it's been a permanent starless night, mm-hmm. and we haven't really been sleeping or. The leaving boat, the, the boat deck. doesn't seem to have arrived anywhere. I kind of feel like I'm sort of uh, not measuring time the same way you guys are. Like seven weeks to me could be seven hours, could be seven minutes. I'm not really worried about it. Well, I think that's. But that know, might that could be a result of the yoga. We might have transcended. Well, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about yogic meditation is that you have a real. You move away from this sort of clock time we have in our consumer society. It's, you know, yeah, 9 a.m., time to go me. to work. 5 p.m., time to go to from work. the shopping center. Yeah. yeah. 
Nice shopping center on a boat. Some Korean barbecue for dinner. I wish. Hey, what about this? Uh, supermarkets on the high seas. Yeah. Kind of like an oil rig, you know, but it's just a 7-Eleven out there. Wait, is it a 7-Eleven or is it a supermarket? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's convenient. It's a convenient store. It's a convenient it's store. It's in the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. Just pull up on that cruise ship. Pull up get, on Get uh, some cheesels. Get a, um, a slushy. Slushy. Fucking... Uh, some frangers. Dollar coffee. Some yeah. frangers. Yeah. A lighter. I mean, I think it'd be great to almost have like a fleet of tugboats. And what they do is, you know, they monitor... Uber your, for the sea. Yeah, they but they monitor your cheese levels at sea. Okay. And if they see that you're running low, they top you up. Well, cheeses kind of look like lifesavers. And I don't mean lifesaver the candy, which also looks like an actual lifesaver. But I mean like a, a flotation device. Yeah, yeah. So how about if cheesels um, kind of injected some kind of buoyant material into the snack and then that would really be the best kind of product that you could take out to eat on, on the seat. That makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you. Think about it, you know, like they're orange, probably means they're like full of... a life jacket. And they're probably full of vitamin C, which means you're not going to get scurvy if you're no. moving off cheese laws. vitamin C are in here, hang on. Um, yeah, let's read the nutritional panel of the cheese for... Uh, uh, no gluten, or no gluten not detected. Okay. Um, That's sort of like what a robot would Fat say. per serve, 8.6 grams. Okay. Uh, hang on. That's, that's total fat. I don't know if that's good. Nothing in here about vitamins at all. Um, Surely there's vitamin C. There's It's yellow. Well, because I think... You know why they've got nothing about vitamins on that? A lot of sodium. Um, that's good. That's good for uh, the C. Yeah, because you get a lot of sodium just through the salty air. Yeah, so you want extra sodium sometimes. Um, yeah, I endorse this product. So, um, sea salt. Yeah. Whose idea was that? God's. God? Yeah. Once again. I don't know if I buy that. I mean, it has been around longer than us, but let's just uh, what take a minute to think about sea salt. I mean, it's just crazy that, you know, our, our creator, whether that be God... Or perhaps the abstract and infinite loving energies of the the cosmos, which gives the cosmos mm. sometimes. You know, it's sort of crazy that whoever that was would look at water and think, you know, what this needs to be a little saltier. Mm. Well, that's because uh, sea salt contains an abundance of naturally occurring trace minerals, and we need them. So whoever decided that they were going to package that up, wrap it and pack it and distribute it just so that we could consume it in our homes, I really appreciate it because it's rich in potassium, low levels of sodium than many other salts, uh, and it contains all the goodness that nature intended. Yeah, we so we can get, only be thankful for that. we we got to get like a Saxa sponsoring this show. Mm. Saxa? Then, then, uh, big ass fucking white kind of triangular, not triangular. Hey, Robbie, ask me what's Saxa. <laughs> what's Saxa? What's Saxa? Saxa D's nuts. Whoo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have fun here. Yeah, yeah, we do have fun. We're trying anyway. We're really trying out here. It's a, it's a spooky, spooky place. To say it's depressing would really be understanding, like, the pure bleakness you feel in your soul about, about this boat. Yeah, it's good. I really feel like I am in some kind of void. It's definitely beyond depression, because, you know, times I've been depressed, I've at least been able to wake up in my own bed. It doesn't yeah. even feel like limbo, it just feels like hell. When I close my eyes, I imagine four tugboats with four ropes attached to each of my limbs, tearing me apart in the open, churning ocean. And then your head's just floating there. Yeah. No, you can't move, you don't have any limbs, you're just trapped yeah, in a prison up. of your mind. You're not even being saved by sharks because sharks don't even swim here. It's too cold. Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of like I'm I'm trapped in the theater of the mind, and the play that's running in, in the theater is extremely bad. Mm. Yeah, what's the worst play you've ever seen? That's a good question. That's a fantastic question. Most of my questions are, but please continue. Uh, saw a production of As You Like It by Shakespeare. 
uh, put on by the Bell Shakespeare Company. This would have been mm. about 15 years ago. Not good. This is the first and last time I attended the theatre. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess fuck the Bell Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Yeah. And you everything they stand fuck for. Fuck Jeffrey Rush. That's fuck right. Shakespeare. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah fuck Jeffrey. Jeffrey Rush. Canceled. Jeffrey Rush knows a thing or two about the high seas. My Jeffrey man was Rush. in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Jeffrey Rush can catch these hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll punch that motherfucker right in the face. Yeah. Old ass motherfucker. Uh, I mean, ass. he literally plays a... Captain a, Barbarossa. Yeah. And many people are saying it, but um, they should have just called it pirates because no one why, why? fucking cares where they're from. Actually, that is a good point. Yeah. Wow, great idea, Sam. Original Sam idea. I, I don't want to claim that one. Many many people know who uh, who came to the conclusion. Re- that real that be real the heads know. Yeah, but we won't say it. We will not say it. No, on we the don't say it. We will not promote that particular man. Yeah, you know, on this look, podcast. I got to say, if you're, still, if you're still here, for it'd be great if he was here. Actually, podcast. he could talk to some of these crew members. Well, he's, yeah. he, he can speak Russian, can't he? No, he can't. No. He's got a, we would still be fucked. He's got a stupid red alert ass name. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're lost out here. Yeah. Why is it red alert? I saw red was a beautiful color. Red's one of the most beautiful colors. Red, I believe, it's associated is, yeah. with love, calm, meat, uh, flat roses, carnations, yeah, blood, um, but- butchers, flames, uh, race cars, the heart. Uh, some people's hair is red. Yeah, some people. I mean, some. Uh, they're sort of like lesser people. They're, they're sort of like people, yeah. Um, Jessica Chastain. What's she up to? Uh, she's being blackballed by Hollywood for speaking out against the Me Too movement. Really? Yeah. So uh, not Jessica Chastain is here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She the only work she could get was on a Russian shipping container. Oh, is that that broad back there packing uh, frozen fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That broad. Shit, pack, I didn't recognize that broad her. back there packing frozen fish on this demonically possessed Russian shipping container was Hollywood starlet Jessica Chastain. <laughs> what were we even doing yoga, or was that all in our mind? I don't know. Was that a shared I hallucination? I was just sitting with my legs crossed, and I was uncrossing them, and I thought that's what yoga was. Yeah. Just you know. like you do, you sit with the right one on top, then you sit with the left one on top. I'm not flexible. Yeah, and you know what they call that, Jackie? What, what do they call what that? What do they call that? Uh, Monkey pose. So we just said it was called yoga. They call it Diana. Oh. oh. And that's Sanskrit for the seventh limb of Patron, Patron Jolly's eight limbed yoga. That's actually a great segue into my next question Did the Queen kill Princess Diana? Yes. Yeah. Uh, or possibly, uh, I mean, it could have been Queen. Was it the Queen? I think it was the KGB. The KGB killed Princess Diana. Hey, let's let's be careful about uh, slandering the Russians on this. Uh, yeah, on that's, this that's, that's probably. Yeah, Dimitri yeah. won't like that. I'll keep my voice. Down. Many former high-ranking KGB officers now have no choice choice but to work in the Arctic Circle. So. Uh, I respect them for it. Yeah. Now let's talk about one of my favorite books, The Gulag Archipelago. Yeah? Yeah. It's got a great new foreword by... Um, 50th anniversary. The 50th anniversary by J- uh, Jordan B. Peterson. Dostoevsky. And I think it's really going to, I think... Clean your room, wash your nuts. I think, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, getting that book out there could really help set up a, a new wave of um, fascism in the world. Yeah. I actually wish it'd be really nice if we um, came across any kind of archipelago with sort of landmass yeah. where we could get I'd off this ship. I'd love to land ship. on an archipelago. Pick a couple of coconuts, you know, yeah. do the hula. Maybe Have ourselves a real Lord of the Flies situation. Yeah. Yeah. Dimitri. Yeah. We'd Maybe kill Dimitri right, first. Right. I love that vegan shit. You get a bit pissed on your way home, stop at Flinders Street and pick up one of those burgers. I like the spicy one. Get oh, Lord of the Fries. That's not what didn't I'm you, talking about. Did you say Lord of the Fries? I said Lord of the Flies. What's that? That's a, it's, um, it's a book. Some kids get stranded on a little oh, island. I don't really yeah. read books anymore. Well, it's like I'm more into I'm more into takeaway restaurants. Okay, 
takeaway restaurants. Yeah, yeah. I Such think as. I've Blood sort of, fries. Oh. I sort of Current found heads. that, you know, I haven't had to read books ever since I started my yoga practice. I get all my knowledge by simply absorbing the ambient wisdom around me. Yeah. That's beautiful. Sometimes I smack myself in the face with a book. I hit myself in the face with a meat tenderizer when I got bit pissed the other day. Yeah? Yeah. It wasn't really a spiritual choice, but you know, I was just a bit drunk and I wanted to impress someone. Well, a few months ago, I cut my arm with a, a cooking knife that my chef housemate had just to see if it was sharp. See if I my, uh, could feel. Yeah, my housemate thought it was a cry for help because I actually Johnny started Cash bleeding a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the only it's just a mistake. that's real. Yeah, knives. You can have it all. Whose who's idea was knives? I mean, like, yeah, it's crazy. I think it was the same guy that wanted just, to pack just, and wrap sea salt. Yeah. Because yeah, he I'm needed knives like, to chop up the big fucking... To chop up the salt. Yeah, yeah and it's salt like... Bay. Salt Bay. Salt Bay is here. Salt Bay is here. <laughs> give it up for Salt Bay. Salt Bay is sprinkling excessive amounts of uh, fine Himalayan salt onto a pile of blobfish as we speak. Yeah, it looks like shit. It looks... Salt it actually looks, looks like a oh, fucking clown. No, 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 no. He has one some move. Sort of skin reaction on those sensitive skinned fish. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he's, he's trying to salt the cheesels. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've already we, got plenty of sodium. Just do it from. We, we, we do chose it from a low sodium snack for a, for a reason, salt bay. Do the salt from ten centimeters. You don't need to be three meters above the fish. You're throwing Fucking most idiot. of the, You're throwing most of the salt onto the ground. Fucking moron. A wide shot would have revealed that. And now he's walking away because he's sad. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's, that's, bitch. that's that's the Turk for you, salt bitch. Hey, salt bitch. That's salt what I bitch. call him. Hey, salt bitch. Wait. I'll smack you upside the Wait. head, salt bitch. Hey, salt bitch. What's saxa? Yeah. Hey, salt bitch. What do you know about Saxa? What's Saxa? You ain't no shit What's about Saxa? Saxa. Yeah, that's right. Saxa D's nuts, salt bitch. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Got his ass. Hey, all the stars are here. All the stars are here. All the stars are here. <laughs> just spoken to his beer bottle <laughs> instead of his microphone. <laughs> Look. Yeah, where'd you, get, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Dimitri. Actually, it's not a beer bottle. It seems to be a bottle of rum. Given to him by Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny Arr. Depp is here. Ah, <laughs> uh, Johnny, you can count on him for the booze hookup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because he's sort of currently trying to outrun his debt, so to speak. Yeah. I bet his plan to outrun his debt is to drink more and spend more money, which doesn't make any sense. Look, well, that's what. That's called, why he's in the movies. It's called not. the horseshoe theory. But I don't know if that is applicable. To finances. Well, it is just a theory. only Johnny. Only Johnny Depp is brave enough to find out. He is a brave man. He's in a. Yeah. He's in a great band. He's Hollywood vampires. Talent has been burning bright for so long. Yeah. What a. What a. What are everyone's favorite Hollywood vampires moments? Uh, I like this song. Uh, uh, I bleed leather, which is about. How they're just the roughest, toughest guys, and you know, no matter how much you try and hurt them, they're just like they'll just fucking endure. I like and like if they crash their motorcycle, wearing no helmet, and smack their heads straight into that gravel going 150 miles an hour, and you they know, will survive. Even if they're just a walking skeleton. It didn't Incredible. need to go for 22 minutes, but it did. I um, think that's one of the song's strong points. Is I, length. I like the EP um, putting antifungal cream underneath my um, leather bracelets. Well, that's like more of an educational song about what you have to do yeah, if you want to it's, look it's spoken word ASMR. It's interesting. Well, he sort of, you know, Johnny really turned into more of a Sun Kill Moon direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, Woke up this morning, said to my wife, hey, bitch, pass me the antifungal cream. Damn, my back hurts. Got up, had a stretch, looked out at the Arctic Ocean. Man, that's cold. And then there's a guitar lead after that's like. <laughs> cool stuff. Yeah, it sounds like audio slave. Yeah, and I but, but I think it's great that, you know, in the studio, he took away the drummer's entire kit. Except one little symbol. Like Jonathan Richmond. Like Jonathan Richmond. Yep, like Jimmy Savile. Yeah, well, he's. Jimmy Savile is here. <laughs> Jimmy Savile. really is, a ghost is, ship. Yeah, Jimmy Savile is uh, 
He's he's uh he's here, unfortunately. We've been he's been lying down next to us this whole time. We've just tried not to bring it up. I kicked him in the head before. Yeah. We stomped his head and Jimmy Selfley, we killed him again. Yeah, we killed him again. Many people say you can't kill it if it's already dead. And we proved that wrong. Yeah. Ladies we said gentlemen. those people just ain't trying hard yeah. enough. Yeah. Let's just hope there aren't any children uh, at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Because that's where he's going. Yeah. Yeah, we did drop him. We've done a, a quick detour past the Mariana Trench, though it is several thousand miles away. We, uh, we're going to drop his body in there. We've been circling the globe, ladies and gentlemen. This is an incredibly fast container ship. Yeah. Nuclear powered. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. Uh, a voyage is just going to go on and on It's going to go on and on, but this podcast can't go on and on. A podcast has to be uh, short and entertaining. So uh, I think the most uh, natural way to end it is just to say uh, say goodbye and we'll uh, we'll catch you later down the track. Um, oh, so where, where can we find everyone? Online. Uh, uh, where can you find where can you yeah, find Sam's do you guys podcast? Wanna, do you guys want to plug in a thing? Well, if you go to SoundCloud and you search Sam Hill, that's that's my podcast, and uh, I'm I'm sure everyone could find both your respective podcasts through my podcast, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you want to go to Robinsons-Pod.casts, got everything about Robinsons podcasts. We got additional. Merch. We've got merch, we've got flash games, and, uh, we've got competitions, we've got essays that I've written, we've got essays by other contributors coming soon. And I, I tweet from um, www.twitter.com forward slash Johnny Sun. So if you want to find any of my tweets, just go to www.twitter.com forward slash Johnny Sun. I've seen a few of them and they're beautiful. I just want to get one more quick thing in here before we go, uh, since we're on a boat. Um, and I strongly believe this. Uh, and I just want to say any government has as much of a duty to avoid war as a ship's captain has to avoid a shipwreck. And uh, that's just something that resonates. Words to live that's by. That's food for thought. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you.